Welcome to the Purpose Podcast. Brought to you by Pink Box Purpose. I'm Heather. I'm Jenny. I'm Michelle. And I'm Bethany. Thanks for joining us. While the four of us were studying the Bible together, we realized that many women have the same questions that we do. Join us on this journey through the Bible. We promise lots of laughs along the way. Hey everybody, we are on week 10 looking at Exodus 1 through 4. Who wants a burning bush? The book of Exodus is written by Moses in approximately 1440 BC, and it is a part of the Torah, which consists of, is it four or five books? I think it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy. They believe that this was written about 300 to 400 years after Joseph. Everybody in that generation had died, but they still had the promise of becoming fruitful and multiply. So they were still becoming so numerous that all of a sudden the Egypt Egyptian king was like, uh-oh, we got to do something with these Israelites. Right. He feared them taking over. So he actually, that's when he enslaved all of the Israelites. And the more they multiplied, the more Pharaoh did to make them work and give them more work and actually oppress them more than here he ordered so he ordered all of the hebrew male babies to be killed and because the midwives feared god they didn't end up killing the babies but can you imagine that this goes out and all of a sudden every male baby that is born has to be killed i like that the hebrew women told pharaoh or not the hebrew the egyptian women told pharaoh like the midwives that the Hebrew women are not like Egyptian women. They are vigorous and give birth before the midwives arrive. So that way they didn't have to kill off the boys. So then God was favorable. So you're telling me they were good pushers. Yeah. (laughs) They were just so quick at it. So then God was happy that the midwives feared him. And then they... God gave them families of their own. And it says then that Moses was born in chapter 2 of Exodus, and his mom put him in a basket and put him down the Nile River. And the Pharaoh's daughter, she's a princess, and she felt bad for the baby, so she saves him and takes him out. And what I love about this is Moses's sister, is it Miriam mm-hmm. is her name? Mm-hmm. She follows and she says, oh, I know this woman, this Hebrew woman who can nurse the baby. And Moses's mom actually gets paid then to nurse him and have him in her life for a little bit. So the question is, Prior to the gal finding the gal, the princess finding him, what was his name? Because they just keep saying the baby, and he actually is named when she names him. She named him Moses, saying, I drew him out of the water. Right. So what was his given name? Maybe they didn't have a name because they were hiding that he was a boy. Or she was too afraid to name him because she would lose him or he would be taken from her and then kind of fast forward moses grows up in the kingdom with the pharaoh and he grows up egyptian and then he watched the egyptian beating a hebrew one of his own people and then he was pissed so he decided to kill the egyptian and hit him in the sand what a dumb place to hide a body in the sand (laughs) i mean either dig down like eight feet but you know that sand's gonna blow away i'm sure he just panicked though (laughs) probably it's like oh what did i do killed a man threw him in the sand put some sand over him the pharaoh who would have actually been his grandpa right because the princess Mm -hmm. and the grandpa he demands that Moses is killed. Moses flees from Pharaoh to live in Midian. So Moses ended up going to Midian, and that's where he met these girls who were trying to water a flock. And 
ended up getting married to one of them. How long was it from when Moses is with his wife, he has a child, he is out with his flock, and he sees this burning bush? It took many years after the incident of him running away for Moses to be ready to serve God. So while Moses is attending his flock, he goes to the, came to horror of the mountain of God. And that's where the angel of the Lord appeared and there was this burning bush. Now, can you imagine just like this burning bush appears, you're just walking along. But it wasn't burning up. No, it didn't stop burning. That's creepy. So then you got to go over and check it out. <laughs> right. But that's where it says, when the Lord saw that he had gone over to look, God called to him within the bush, Moses, Moses, here I am. Do not come any closer. Take off your sandals for this place where you are standing is holy ground. Like, okay. Whoa. You're just out for a walk with your sheep. Now you got to take your sandals off. You got a burning bush that won't stop burning. Got somebody talking in the bush. What <laughs> so is going on? I mean, don't, he clearly is like feeling unworthy because it said he hid his face. He was afraid to look at God. Do you ever feel like that? Like you're ashamed of something you did or Something that, I don't know, you feel is, I don't know, defines who you are, so it's hard to look at the face of God and admit it. or mm-hmm. Yeah, know. or if you do something, it's hard to pray. Like, that's yeah. the time that you should be praying the most to God, but yet you hide your face. Yeah, but him. I but I guess I don't didn't know he really did any, well, maybe it was just because he was scared because he killed the guy or I don't know but it's like what what was he scared of why was he scared to face God in this moment I think back then though they there was a fear of God way more than what we have now I think we are kind of missing that peace sometimes right because we have the peace of Jesus is this loving but think about it I mean if you go back to Lot and them they're just turning people into sand so salt salt So if you know that story, you know what happened to your ancestors, I'd be freaked out too if this bush was on fire and then... Take off your sandals. Yeah, I'd be like, whatever, whatever. Don't Don't turn me... me Yeah, don't turn me into salt. So basically his message was he is sending Moses to Pharaoh to bring his people, the Israelites, out of Egypt. Mm -hmm. That's a large task. Yeah, that's a pretty big task. And you know what God said? I will be with you. But you know what Moses said? Who am I to go? And you know what I say? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I to do anything I do in this life? Right. I feel like, don't we all have that, though, whenever you Absolutely. feel called to do anything? It's like, who am I to do this? Why did God call me right. to do this? Exactly. Like, who are we to start a podcast? Will anybody listen? <laughs> you know? <laughs> are you with me out there? <laughs> but God is using this for us to learn about the Bible. And so if we can help anyone else do that, we have to look at it that way then. Right. And we've always said too, Heather and I have said, if God needs something to be done and he asks you and you say no, he will find somebody else to do it. The get best part it done. That, like I like about this is God like Moses didn't want to didn't want to do it and so God was willing to work with him and brought his brother in. <laughs> was like, well, you can't talk. Well, I'll just tell your brother Aaron that he can talk and he'll just be the voice of God through you. I was actually thinking about me and you. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, I can't do the finances. I'm going to bring in. Yeah, Heather. I'm going to bring in Heather on I can't this. do social Heather media. Heather hates social media. Bring in <laughs> mm-hmm. 
But I really do like what you said, how God didn't just give up on Moses and be like, whatever, dude, then uh, he he brought in Aaron. <laughs> I wonder what Aaron thought. Well, I mean. <laughs> and why nobody knows him. I mean, as a kid, I didn't know about Aaron. I only knew no. about Moses. Yeah, so but Aaron did just, all the talking. He did. Yeah. <laughs> he did all the cool stuff. Yeah. Now let's talk about this where he starts like, well, what if no one believes me? And what if like. You know, he goes through all of that. And then God starts showing him, like, the signs. Here, stretch out your hand. And then this, like, stick becomes a snake. snake. And then it goes back into a stick. Sorcerer's stick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then he sticks his hand in his pocket. And it comes out full leprous. Like a leprous hand. Yeah. Can you imagine, mm-hmm. like, you stick oh your hand God. in your pocket. Yeah. And all of a sudden you got a leprous hand. I know, like, but... Oh, put it back. <laughs> oh, jeez, you don't. Like, what in the world? But then imagine Aaron comes along, because God says, well, Aaron's on his way to see you, like, you know, because he knows everything. And imagine he shows up, he's like, so this burning bush happened, and I stuck my hand in my pocket, and look, I got this disease going on. And, <laughs> but if I stick it back, yeah, it's gone. Watch me throw the stick down, and like, snake, and he's probably like, what kind of dark magic you doing over here? Or you took up too many magic trick hobbies. Shepherding feels. It's sort of like when I came back from Honduras at the time and I was like, so I kind of promised this lady that would teach her how to sew. Are you in? You didn't hesitate. You're like, yeah, sure, whatever. I was just kind of like, okay. We didn't know how to sew. So I think that's a magic trick in itself. (laughs) God always seems to stick in place the right people at the right time. Mm -hmm. Well, in his time along your journey of whatever he's asking you to do. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm always amazed and awed by that. So the two of them do decide to go. And on their way, there's this awkward circumcision moment that happens again. (laughs) Like, I'm just like listening to my Bible in the car. And then it's like, and the Lord God wanted to kill them because she wasn't circumcised. The Lord met Moses and was about to kill him. But... Zipporah? Yeah. yeah, his wife. Yeah, took a knife, cut off her son's foreskin. 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 Foreskin, Michelle. You can say it. <laughs> Touch right. Moses's feet with it. That's seriously disgusting. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Like, and then we can move on. And, and then, then they <laughs> heard that the Lord... <laughs> well, okay, what I wrote, though, is that this, obviously, God was upset because this was the sign that when we read back in Genesis that they were part of Abram Abraham's line. Like the covenant. And probably because he wasn't raised with this Hebrew background, he maybe didn't know about this covenant mm-hmm. or he maybe wasn't sure. And it also is kind of a foretelling to this whole, like, God is going to kill the firstborn son of the Egyptians. And so maybe he wanted to make sure that Moses' son was set apart before they went into, like, that situation. I just, like, how did how did his wife know to just <laughs> take out a flint knife and cut that skin off? Well, she oh. would have been raised Hebrew. So she would have known about Abraham's circumcision party with all of the people, <laughs> right? Because they would have, I mean, they would have read that. They would have known about it. But I feel like maybe since the Egyptians weren't reading, you know, knowing about God in the story. So Moses' <laughs> brother, Aaron. Where did Aaron come from? Who was Aaron? I believe that Aaron was born first. He's the older son with Miriam before 
the whole like thing got sent that they were supposed to kill the the babies yes so so he just is all of a sudden now buddies with his brother that he never knew well if you remember though we talked about it was a long time from when he left from egypt and then this burning bush happened so i'm sure they are probably buddies again he just found his old brother and the be friends with him again? Well, because if Aaron was the firstborn, he would have been raised with him in the beginning when the Hebrew mom so was he was nursing. It was so all male babies. So then why didn't she get rid of Aaron? Because he was already old enough. So he, because they were throwing them into so the Nile. So he must Nile. be quite a bit older than most. We stopped to look this up and found that Aaron was actually eighty-three years old, and Moses was eighty, according to the Bible, of when they were used and called by God. So Aaron is three years older than Moses. So Moses and Aaron get together in front of all the elders of the Israelites. And Moses and Aaron are telling them what God has told them. And Moses performs the signs before the people that God had showed him what to do. Like the staff and the hand trick there. And and, uh, the elders were all convinced that this was from God and and that the Lord was concerned about them and seen their misery. And they bowed down and worshiped. Aaron and Moses are ready to go back to Egypt to free the people. That's all the time we have this week. Join us next week for Exodus 5 through 11. Bloody Nile. That was really stupid. (laughs) Here's a thought for the day. What would it take for God to get your attention? He gave Moses a burning bush, but what would it take to get your attention? Pursue your purpose.